Welcome to the Soul Center Podcast, where it's all about championing you on the journey of self-discovery through faith. Together with friends, we'll be gathering to talk through all kinds of deep and meaningful issues that relate to our common experience as modern women of God, sharing our candid stories and providing godly wisdom to empower your life and your soul to thrive from the inside out. I am your host, Tatiana, and today I invite you to lean into another powerful conversation. Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to the Soul Center podcast. I am your host, Tatiana, and I just wanted to say thank you so much for your patience. I realize it's been about a month since I launched our initial episode, and I did promise we'd have an amazing guest today. However, between conflicting time zones, mismatched schedules, sickness on both ends, and just life in general, it's been more difficult than anticipated to find common time to record remotely. Rest assured, she'll still be featuring, hopefully this week actually, but I didn't want to delay further and I thought I could spend today just giving you some more handles on what this podcast is all about and beginning with what is the soul and why is it important for you to know about it, for you to understand it and how you can navigate it as we go on this journey of personal development. So I'm going to try my best to simplify all the way back down to basics and talk about the soul in a way that's really reachable. Reason being is I find it's one of those words that we use and don't really understand or it sounds pretty and poetic or we think it's reserved for those who are on some kind of enlightenment journey that maybe we're not on. But honestly, it's way more normal than that. We've just lost the language for it in postmodern times. It's quite fascinating. I'm reading a book at the moment which explores the history of spirituality throughout the ages and generations and how now we have a very clear dichotomy between what is considered secular and what is sacred. You know, back in the day, it would have been unimaginable for people to try and relate to themselves without thinking in very connected and holistic terms. There was no separation between what was spiritual and what was material. Everything was interwoven. And I would love to restore some of that thinking and begin to bring some of this language back to self-growth and do so in a way that is simple yet really rich in meaning and it might help to know that my academic background is I have a degree in theology with a pastoral care major, I did postgrad in life coaching and a bit of side study, well did I say study? Study in wellness psychology so that probably gives a framework as to why I'm a little philosophical and super deep in every way possible. (laughs) Okay, so back to the simplicity memo. We're going old school today. I'm going to give you five points and then wrap it up. Now would be a really good time to get out your journal if you want to take some notes, but literally we're just going to go over what is the soul and why is it important. Okie dokie, point one. What is the soul? The soul is all parts of being. That's my little description, and in the simplest terms, it just means your whole person, human person, is represented in the soul. That is, your mind, body, heart, and spirit are all part of the soul, and together make up one integrated ecosystem. 
Without wanting to make this a history lesson, it's worth building a little on the postmodern conversation I touched on before and how in Western thought we have reduced the soul to just mind, will and emotions. I did a little poll on my Instagram story asking people what their knowledge of the soul was and I was very unsurprised that the most common response was the soul is our mind, will and emotions. And while it absolutely encompasses all of those things, it's just not quite the full picture. I even went back to my rabbi. Yep, casual as just your everyday girl who has a rabbi. No, I'm just being fancy. I have a spiritual mentor who teaches the Bible from its historical Jewish traditions and he's just got all the wisdom as it relates to the meaning of words in their original context. So I asked him about the soul and I was like, hey, Rabbi, is the soul the inner person? And he was like, well... Not quite, and then went into this major discourse around what the soul actually means, using words which were so eloquent I had to Google them more because I was like, what the heck, I'm so shook right now. And brought it all the way back to a square root of the soul is way much more, well, okay, start again. The soul is a whole lot more than just our inner person, our inner being, it is our entire conscious being. Not some compartmentalized version of self that is disconnected, but it is 100% all parts of our being functioning in unity. Whoa, oh my Lord. In unity. Guys, help me. All parts of our being functioning in unity. Amen to that. Now, how do I say that even simpler? Hmm, I don't want to simplify it so much that we lose the depth of it. In reality, we are all holistic human beings by nature, whether we recognize it or not. Like what I do here impacts what I do here, or better phrased, who I am here impacts who I am there. All of who I am impacts all of who I am. And on a really basic level, when I am, I don't know, for example, exercising with the intention to increase my physical well-being... It's having a positive effect on my mind. And if I look more deeply than that, I can appreciate how those changes are connected to the desires of my heart to improve and grow as a person. Everything intersects meaningfully if we have the eyes to see just how relationally wired we are from within and also on the outside. Now on that train of thought, point two the soul is fundamentally linked to health and prosperity. That's good news for us. 3 John 2, 2 in the Bible reads, I pray that you're prospering in every way and that you continually enjoy good health just as your soul is prospering. Y'all need to go away and reread that for yourself in like every translation because it's so good. As I was saying before though, there is an inside-outside relationship at play between our soul and the prosperity we experience in life. I would even go so far to say that the condition of our soul is the foundation of our prosperity. And when I talk about prosperity, I mean peace, wholeness, freedom, joy, wealth, abundance, all that good stuff. So often what is showing up externally in our lives is a reflection of our internal state. Yes, there are exemptions to the rule, especially circumstantially, because sometimes there are just crazy situations that arise on the surface 
that are so far beyond our control and have no immediate correlation to what we're experiencing as internal issues. That's not what I'm getting at today. What I am getting at is more directed towards the personal outcomes or agendas, attitudes and actions we deal with on a daily basis as a product of what is happening inside. Yeah, the stuff that's happening on a soul level which materializes in our behaviors or relationships or our well-being. And I guess the mission then is to bridge that gap between our inner and outer world, how we do that is by being honest with ourselves and being so intentional to engage the areas that aren't healthy or prospering. This is such a conscious way of living. Like you don't heal by chance or grow by chance. You have to pursue self-awareness and treat personal development or soul development respectfully and and look at it as vital work and care that's going to make you a greater human being. And the payoff is honestly so rewarding because there's something so powerful about being in tune with yourself and being able to identify what needs upgrading so you can be a better person for the benefit of others and be able to share your inner resourcefulness of soul health and prosperity with all of those in your direct circle of influence. Because at the end of the day, true self-growth does not end with the self. Sure, we might begin there, but it's not some individualistic program of improvement that is not concerned with the well-being of others. If anything, the purpose behind soul development or personal development is about becoming a better me so I can be a better me with you. It's about taking personal ownership of the work you and I need to do so we can show up as more wholesome friends, sisters, wives, partners, leaders, teachers, colleagues, mothers, you name it, this is so much more about a collective journey of becoming the people God always intended and created for us to become. Which swiftly moves us into point three, soul development is lifelong. That means growing a healthy soul is not an overnight expedition or something you master once and then never have to revisit. Seriously, there is no graduation here. It's a rolling process that always has new layers as we age. I'm just not even shocked anymore by the continual layers that that appear as I grow and mature. Why is that the case? Because we aren't static, one-dimensional beings who stay the same forever. At least we shouldn't be, but unfortunately a lot of people resign to one version of themselves and don't grow beyond that identity formation or that label or role that they've always known or that they're historically known as because that's what their family have said about them. But honestly, y'all, it is true that what isn't growing is dying, so we have to choose growth and be willing to shed old skin as we transition through all the different seasons and stages and layers of our lives. I think it's worth mentioning, again, I I pretty much alluded to it before, that only you are responsible for becoming who God created you to be and to remain committed to that process of realizing the fullness of your soul in such a progressive manner because you're always going to be changing and upgrading and becoming And there's also no one-size-fits-all formulas here. 
nobody can strategize soul development into a singular bubble. Every single journey is unique person to person because each of us are cultivated within different sets of circumstances and experiences, backgrounds, so on. That should be liberty to us. It means we don't have to compare that the way that I'm growing doesn't look the way that you're growing. But if we are just all on the journey together, cheering each other on as we learn and heal, transform, we're all in this together. That's the whole point. And I just peeped my notes. There's actually only four points, not five. Point number four, the soul connects directly to God. I love that there are several passages in the Bible that express like this beautiful, deep personal relationship between the human soul and God himself. The soul is often described biblically as our whole being or our innermost being and how the soul finds its home in God or the soul praises God or experiences refreshment through God and how the soul was created to love God first and fully. As a believer, it's very comforting and clarifying to know that I can anchor my soul in God and partner with Him because He is my creator. He's the one who created my soul, so He's the one who can teach me its best use and potential and function. And most importantly, that I don't have to go on this journey alone. He is with me every step of the way, just as He is with you every step of the way. And yeah, there's just something so sacred about the soul along with our spirit. They're the two parts of our being that exist in eternity. From this perspective, the soul does include that immaterial part of us that is intangible, but very much spiritual. I won't go too heavy here today because my goal was to keep it simple and I'll slowly unpack it more in the episodes to come. But I hope my four points help to bring it all together. I'll close with the main question, why is the soul important? If we only focused on the first point I listed, which was the soul is all parts of being, that's basically saying the soul is who you are as a whole. That's pretty important, right? Like who we are is pretty important. So if we neglect the soul or fail to approach personal development from any other angle than a holistic operation where we see ourselves as a whole being, we won't ever experience the fullness of who God created us to be. We will continue to be fragmented humans that don't really understand who we are at a core, well, at our core. And I really just want to support others as they discover identity, wholeness, their soul, who just basically who they are because every single one of us is searching for a name a story and a life that has meaning and we get to do this together and we get to do it with God so my beautiful friends I hope that this episode has helped to bring some further clarity on what is the soul and why is it important Of course, you can message me on any one of my platforms and ask more questions, especially questions you would like to be answered in upcoming podcasts. That would be super helpful. Otherwise, I love you all so much. I hope you're having a blessed week and we will talk soon.